All right, all right. Tennessee 59, UConn 3. The game's not actually over, so we might have to change that score uh, on the graphic. But the game, I mean, is so out of hand that me and Crump were just like, let's just do it. <laughs> Go ahead. I mean, it's this just... game is over. Yeah. Might as well. Yeah, let's just knock it out. And I, I think this can can be a fun one where maybe we go off the reservation a little bit. Um, all right. Again, ten, maybe it'll be 66 to three, whatever it might be. Tennessee won against UConn, whatever ends up happening. Uh, but let's start here by paying the bills with our great sponsors. BetterHelp. Go to betterhelp.com slash ATOZ sports and save 10% on your first month of BetterHelp. Zen Sports, the fastest growing sports book in Tennessee. Using code, use code A to ZTN to get 5% cash back on your total betting volume for your first 15 days of betting. Rattle and snap Tennessee whiskey from Long Still Distillery. Make your own luck just like Tennessee's fast paced rattle and snap offense with rattle and snap Tennessee whiskey. Appreciate all of them for supporting the show. Now, just quickly, I mean, three defensive touchdowns. You got to see awesome. Nico. You're getting to see Gaston more. Thoughts on that second half, Grom? Um, better than I thought. Yeah. Like, <laughs> no, no. I mean, I, I get up to go. I'm, I'm run off very little sleep, so I'm drinking coffee as we speak at three twenty-four in the afternoon Eastern time. Um, and uh, get up to go make me the first cup. And then I'm like, oh, pick six. Oh, okay, cool. Get up again. Next drive. Oh, pick six again. Okay. You know, that that's I don't think the second half could have started any better for what we what we needed from the team, all that stuff. Obviously, then everybody gets to see Nico, all that. Um, now Gaston Moore's getting getting to play, getting some reps. So it's uh I think just overall a great, great game. I mean, looking at it, 30 pass attempts, the game's not over. 28 rush attempts. Once again, we're very, very even. When that happens, we're good. It's just what it is. Yeah, I mean, it it was about as perfect of a snoozer game as you could ask for. That's what I always call these. You know, you, you pay them to come here and get their head beat in. Um, yeah. And, yeah, I mean, it, it went exactly right. Now, let's get right to this. I mean, I think this is something that uh, – for, for the people that were still watching the game and not watching South Carolina getting played extremely close by Jacksonville State, you saw that Hypel actually put in Nico for only two drives then took him out for Gaston Moore. I think a lot of people were sort of like, hey, what the heck? I mean, I would I, really like to see more I Nico. It. You Don't did. You. You, you absolutely said that. Now, they, they, did, they did let Nico uh, throw the ball, run around a little bit, and that was nice to see. His elusiveness is elite. I think you, you can say that. Passing the ball, I mean, he's going to get better. And, and yeah, well, well, it's all there. I, I'm, I'm going to say this, and this is not a slight. Hold off on the word elite. It was a five-man box every time he was That's in true. against, against That's Connecticut. Fair. Is he elusive? Uh, is he elusive? A thousand percent. But I would I just hold off on the word elite because, again, is he shifty? Dude, yes. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? But my left pinky toe would go look good against Connecticut right now. <laughs> Yeah, they're they're pretty impotent today. Uh, I I would say, I would say his his pocket awareness seems good. It, like he's yes, very, it does. I'll give you that. He he seems comfortable, and and it just it, you know 
it's what you want to see out of a guy when he comes in in garbage time like that, and and he's going to be your your start for next year. He didn't make any big screw ups. He looked like he can make the throws you need him to make. I I liked what I saw. I don't think there's a ton that you can pull from that. Threw his first touchdown as as a Tennessee volunteer, which was awesome to see, and that's great. I I, I, will, I, say, I will say this though. I will say this. Sure. You can see he had nerves. Yes, right there at the beginning. Which for is, sure. everybody gets it rightfully so. If you don't have nerves, then you don't care. I'll say that. But you can tell he had nerves because the scramble he should have scored, but he stumbled. It just at least it was against Connecticut. You know what yes. I'm saying? You would rather that happen because it's going to happen. You play long enough, somebody's going to happen. Um, it was a great job stepping up in the pocket, scrambling. If he keeps his feet, he's outrunning that dude with the angle. So, um, and score just went final, by the way, 59 3. Um, Nailed it. And uh, so, I mean, I, I definitely think it was um, efficient by him, right? But, uh, what? Never mind. We'll get into that here in a minute. Yeah, I'll, that, let, I'll, let, I'll let the I'll let the regulars kind of like everybody get in. Yeah, it it kind of needs to be uh, its its own segment there, and, and we could probably clip it for tomorrow on the YouTube channel. Uh, but just cover everything else. I mean, the defense was smothering. Connecticut only scored yeah. three points, but then it, the turnovers that became scores here. That I believe I saw on Twitter the most defensive scores by a Tennessee defense in a single game in Tennessee's history. I mean, three, when do you, ever which is, three? which is awesome. Yes. That's incredible. I love it. And, and it was so fun over the years. Yes. You, you think back to some of the defenses that Tennessee had, especially in Fulmer's time and stuff the, and, and that's pretty incredible that they're the, the first to do that. But it was just a ton of fun to watch. Obviously, you know, people were making jokes like, oh, the, the defense won't stop scoring. We're never going to get to see Nico. You know, it was some of that on, on social media. But overall, it was so good to see. You ended up getting everything that you wanted out of this. I mean, right there at the end, such a cool moment. Navy Shuler got to play, and, and his dad was there uh, to see it. Navy Shuler, a friend of this show, he's been on this show with us, I believe, during the Music City Bowl, I want to say. Uh, he he came on with us during that giant live stream that we did during the Music City Bowl. Good time there. Yes. Um, but it this this went absolutely perfectly. I wish that there was more to say. I don't know if you have anything else before we move into the first uh, kind of paid segment here. Um, not really. I mean, kind of for people that are just showing up from the game being over. Um, it went as flawless as it possibly could have. You know, twenty-one to thirty-one passing total between um, four quarterbacks, right? So what a 68% completion percentage, 375 yards, three touchdowns, um, 275 rushing yards, 8.1 yards a carry. Um, That couldn't have asked for, I mean, honestly, couldn't have asked for a better game for how it should have went against a bad now one at eight Connecticut. That's the game we we needed. We needed to do that and get the starters out at halftime, be done with it. Um, so yeah, that was that was good. Uh, and you know, obviously, we'll get into this segment here just a little bit about the QBs and all that. For sure, uh, we'll talk about it all. But first, got uh, what uh, almost 110 people in here right now. Thanks to everybody for watching, for tuning in when there's a bunch of really good games going on at the moment, uh, and. It's, the I got I got Jacksonville State and South Carolina here, but you also got Notre Dame Clemson going on right now. 
A lot of good games. But to everybody who is watching, drop into the comments right here and tell us your one word for how you're feeling. Tennessee 59, UConn 3. And I would also point out Missouri right on the horizon. Um, how are you feeling with this team at 7-2? and two? One of the best starts Tennessee has had to a season. Is it even considered the start at this point? You're nine games in. But technically speaking, one of the best starts that Tennessee has had to a season in you know years and years and years when you take out last season. Um, and so just drop in one word for how you are feeling. And uh, while everybody is, is putting those into the comments, putting their response in the comments, I got to tell you about our great sponsor, if I can get the graphic here, it is better help. If you're a Tennessee fan like myself and Crump, you know how many years watching the Big Orange can shave off your life with the emotional roller coaster of sports. Or maybe the roller coaster of life is messing with your happiness, preventing you from achieving your goals. Regardless, if you have clinical a clinical mental health issue like depression or anxiety, or if you're just a human being going through a tough time, therapy can give you the tools to approach your life in a different way. And that's where better help comes into play. BetterHelp's mission is to make therapy more affordable and more accessible, and this is an important mission because finding a therapist can be hard, especially when you're limited to just the options in your area. BetterHelp's platform makes finding a therapist easier because it's online and remote. BetterHelp can match you to a professional therapist in as little as a few days. Plus, with our link, betterhelp.com slash A-T-O-Z sports, you get 10% off your first month. See a therapist because maintaining your mental health is just as important as your physical health in this football season. Check out betterhelp.com slash A-T-O-Z sports and save 10% off your first month with BetterHelp. Thanks to them. Let's get uh, now to some of these. One word for how you are feeling after 59-3 to over UConn. Pat says comfortable. Nug says defense. Darren says satisfied. Triple X pain says offense. Uh, Timothy says happy. Shane says buzzed. Nice. Uh, Chris says confident. Derek needed. I'll throw it to you. Crump. One word for how you're feeling. I'm just just confident in general because um, and not so much in the pass game, just because the run game. Another eight point or eight plus yards per carry night. Um, that honestly it doesn't matter who you're playing. That's tough to have, regardless. The average eight yards a carry. That's that's tremendous. So I'm I'm feeling confident just because when we run the ball well like that. We're hard to beat. Then that's when our pass game comes alive. So, so that's why I'm going confident. I like it. I like it a lot. Let's go through a few more of these. Mr. Jones says hopeful. Lawton says okay. <laughs> Mr. Jones pops in with another one and says go Mizzou and makes it all one word. Yeah, for sure. Uh, QB says Travis satisfied. Oh, where to go? Wes says satisfied. Elias says sympathy. Kevin says excited. I'll say. Uh, What's a good word for this? I'll just say set. Maybe set, sat, a few people said satisfied, but I'm I'm set. I'm good to go because you're you're coming into this final stretch of the season and you're playing the best ball you've played all season. Yes. And that's that's good on on all fronts. Now your your defense like in that Kentucky game your defense got got exposed a little bit more for what we kind of suspected might be the case earlier in the season but wasn't being exposed as much. I mean, Kentucky kind of, kind of, well, maybe exposed is a strong word, but your DBs didn't look amazing in that game. Uh, but then, you know, 
even still in this one, you get great experience for your young guys. You blow out UConn, no problems. Everybody gets a piece and that, that you wanted to. You got to see Nico. Joe's playing well, yada, yada, yada. Everything is kind of setting into place. And so I'll, I'll just say I'm, I'm set. I'm good to go. And, and I'm like happy. It. Yeah, I'm, I'm happy that this is where Tennessee is at at this, uh, at this uh, time in the season because the Missouri Tigers are on the horizon. And it yep. really is, is such a huge game. It's going to be really, really tough. But let's just uh, – we got, we got to give the people what they want here. Before we do. Before the, we do. The, 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 I just heard an echo there. Sorry. Threw me off. Um, last portion of the show is going to be the Missouri game, and we're going to cover that. But first, give us your full rundown on Nico Kropp. And then, <laughs> like I said, you got to give the people what they want. What would you think? Personally, yeah, I mean, you. Everybody wants to know former Vols quarterback. Uh, how yeah, are I mean, you feeling about I think, I think he, two drives? I mean, I think he played well. Um, he had some jitters, which is obviously expected because that's the most playing time he's got. Um, you know, it's just a matter of guys. We're playing Connecticut. Like, I mean, anybody's going to look good if we can. And I'm going to preference it. I'm going to preference it this way. I'm not saying this is the case. Okay, but you could sit here and argue for Gaston Moore being just as good after today because it's Connecticut. Mm. No, no, you can, you can, <laughs> if you if you look at it. Here's why: it's because it's Connecticut. That's why I'm prefacing it that way. You could. Yeah. The only thing that Nico really did much better than him was the the scramble run. He sat in the pocket, just, and here's the here's the part about it. This is where I've been trying to tell everybody with our system. With our offensive system, the scramble on third down, throw to the right. Correct? Everybody's going to say it's a hell of a play, aren't they? How long did he sit in the pocket before he scrambled? And just stare down a receiver. Three seconds. That You get on Joe for that. All I'm getting at is that is our system. He's going to be great in our system. We know that. But we got to stop just because of the name. We got to stop saying he's better than everybody else. Whoever puts in, we, we've got a good system for what we do. I, I'm going to enjoy watching Nico. We all are. I just think he needs to put on 10 to 15 pounds, though, to, yeah. for hits. He can run the ball. Well, I just, I, I think he needs to be a little more protected, but that's going to come with another year in college. Um, so that's, it's going to be fun to watch him. God forbid next year something happened. I'm not, he's not a Heisman winner, but at least Gaston can control the offense. You know what I'm saying? Like, it's not like, oh, we got better, but. Uh, yes, I, I don't I don't feel like with Gaston more that it would just be, you know, disaster. It's not now. explosive. No, yes. it, like it's not going to be explosive, but it's not going to be blow it up. Yes, exactly. Which is good because you got to have that. Um, uh, but I this is good that he's getting playing time. And he's going to get the red shirt. Well, we say that, barring an injury. You know what I'm saying? So, yeah. in theory, he's going to get a red shirt, so he'll be a freshman next year, which is phenomenal to have. I mean, he didn't get much playing time in the other two games. I looked it up. He's only thrown the ball, uh, was it, like five or six times until tonight. It yeah, would be it, nice to get more. It would have been nice to get him more playing time earlier, like we've all talked about. But I think they said he had six. 16 plays coming at 16, 17. I don't remember. It's something like that. 
But, I mean, tonight yeah. was good. The scramble on the third down, stepping up in the pocket, great. Like we talked about before, a lot of people showed up. If he doesn't get – and I don't know if it was, like, after the fact of the guy trying to swipe his leg, but if he stays on his feet, he's going to score there. He's going to outrun yeah. that guy because he, he's got a, he's got a little, little speed behind him. Um, they, he's sneaky quick is what I'm getting at. But, yeah, I mean, it, it was exciting to see, but, um, it, you know, it's Connecticut at the moment. I'm just glad he looked good against Connecticut because we would have been concerned if he didn't. We'll say it that yes. way. Yes, 100%. I, I would say his his awareness and his elusiveness are are great. They were good. Yeah, for I mean, uh, for a freshman – that I don't know how much more that you could ask uh, out of a guy that that was awesome. Throwing the ball, as you said, I don't know that you saw better throws from him compared to Gaston Moore. I mean, they, they were both kind of there in terms and, of throwing the ball. And the reason why is because they were in the same plays. And I do like that we did, and Joe did it, Nico did it, Gaston at the same play, fake QB draw, tailback up the same. With the tight end. All three were completions. That's awesome to see. You know what I mean? Like that, that is. Yeah. So those were, we didn't have to do a lot of crazy stuff. We'll say it that way. But I think they all um, handle the system um, efficiently. I do. Um, you know, I'm going to kind of go out on a limb here and say that I was excited to see the, his first play in. A little jet sweep, side note, awesome that you get passing yards for these. They're just awesome. Um, I mean, it, it really is. You Next thing you know, you're like, oh, I got 320 yards and 100 of them on jet sweeps. But uh, <laughs> D. Williams looked dangerous at the ball at receiver. Yes. I was excited about that. Give the man the football. Yes. Hey, I wouldn't. I mean, I'm not saying it's like 40 plays at receiver, but he might need a package to, yeah. like, to actually get some meaningful – Oh, he's dangerous with the ball. I, I was excited to see that. Um, there's a lot of good things tonight. It really was. Yes, I I had completely forgotten about D. Williams because um, yeah, I mean, the number of touches was very low, but like he yeah, he was really excited. I was like, oh, I didn't think about him playing offense. I mean, it, it's it, it's kind of like my my overall feeling with Nico. I I get the strategy. I get why Heupel took him back out. You have all all different yeah. Know, you don't want to get him hurt, kind of that, you know, pr- protecting him, all that. I want to see more from him. Period. Yeah. I just did. And same same with D. Williams. It's all kind of in the same the same line. I just want to see these dudes who, who are, you know, new and exciting and, and fun and the guys for the future. And, I mean, you've seen a ton from D. Williams uh, on returns. But it, in that offense, I think he could be a really good piece for you. I still don't really understand why he's not playing more. But regardless, um, he did finally play on offense, and that's nice to see. Pat, Pat Rose brought up a really good personnel. D, Squirrel, and Samson. I'm yeah. not mad at that. I would, not, I would not be mad at seeing that on the field. Yes, like, please. That would, that would be super dangerous because it would be fast. Who You got to pick your poison, who you're going to cover, get them out in space. I would, li- I would like that one. Yeah, the amount of shiftiness and speed there is is crazy if that yep. trio's on the field. So, I – I like that a lot, even though, you know, with Nico, we should have seen more and, and even yeah. I get it, but I, I really liked what we saw from him. And I, I think with him, the, the future is bright and it is. let's just, see. We I, saw I, this. 
I saw what I was expecting. Not many, not many snaps, like I said, at halftime because of the score. And then once we, once we got the two pick sixes, it was going to be even less time. You know what I mean? Yeah. It was like the perfect storm to not get him in as much as everybody wanted because, oh, we hadn't even been on the field and we've got 14 extra points. Um, so for what he was given, he did well. Um, I mean, get out of the pocket, making the third down throw, great. O-line gave him protection. Um, the scramble on third down, stepping up, really good job. You know, it's just we're all wanting to see it against a non-Connecticut-style team. But this year, because he's not the starter, that's what we're going to get. And that's okay because he just needs to make sure he progresses into next year for when it's his, when it's his shot to, uh, to go shine. Timothy Super Chatty says, actually, Gassimore had better touch on the ball than both Nico and Milton. I'm not going to disagree with that. Milton has zero touch. We all know that. Yeah. Um, I mean, and for all the people that know, remember Randy Johnson, he's, he's Randy Johnson. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like every time he's throwing, he's trying to kill the bird. Yes. He's all, all heat. Uh, oh. I all gas, no breaks. <laughs> exactly. Um, exactly. but on, on the whole, everything that you wanted to see from that yeah. game and, and there you have yep. it. Uh, let's get to, uh, our, our next sponsor segment here and we can wrap up and talk about the Yukon game, the stat of the game brought to you by the good folks. At Rattle and Snap Whiskey, nothing goes better with a Tennessee sports victory like the one that we just watched than a great whiskey. And I'm talking specifically about Rattle and Snap Tennessee Select Straight Whiskey. Logstill Distillery has a Tennessee whiskey product line called Rattle and Snap, named after a long forgotten game of chance. Rattle and Snap is a whiskey for those who make their own luck. There's a four-year and an eight-year version of Rattle and Snap. I've had both. I have shown both on the show. I have drank them here after Tennessee football wins. I think a lot of people have seen them, uh, and they are both awesome. So go find yourself a bottle in stores across the state of Tennessee. That's uh, But Rattle and Snap is also available in Kentucky, Indiana, and Mississippi. So run and don't walk to get yourself a bottle of Rattle and Snap Tennessee whiskey. For those Tennessee sports victories, follow them on Instagram at Rattle and Snap Whiskey. Uh, if you have one prepared, Crump, what's your, your stat of the game in this one? Oh, um. I had one at halftime, but I kind of got ruined. Um, <laughs> let me just be honest. Give me a second. I got to pull back up. Well, it won't let me take, take a, a second. Look. Are you good? Instead of the game is we only had the ball 20, 21 minutes. We only had the ball for 21 minutes all game. <laughs> and like half of that was in that garbage time. <laughs> yeah. When I mean, you were I already at like fifty, at halftime it was like yeah. it was, it was like under ten minutes at halftime, and I was like, "Ooh, that'd be a great <laughs> step right now," you know? Yeah. Um, we had twenty-one minutes total, and we got fifty-nine points, and that is that's kudos to our defense. When they're on the field longer, and then we're still scoring without being on the field, any team's hard to beat at that point. It it was complete dominance. It was nice to see. I. I'll go with this. 254, 86, 36, negative one. Those are the passing stats or the passing yards stats for four different quarterbacks that we got into this game. Milton with 254, two touchdowns. Nico with 86 and one touchdown. He was five of nine. Gaston Moore, 
36 yards, four for seven. And Navy Schuler, he only got in there right there uh, at the end. One for one, did complete the pass, but it was for negative one yard. But I, I still love that, getting to play in front of his dad like that, a, a Tennessee legend. Um, But that just means that this game went exactly like you wanted it to. Oh. You, got to play, you got to play all four of your backup quarterbacks. I mean, that's how much you were beating these guys by. It was awesome to see. Yeah. And, and that was so nice. I mean, you, you could really go anywhere here. I think it's exciting that you got 35 yards out of Cam Selden. He looked pretty explosive. I think he... He is showing when he gets touches that he has the ability to to, to be uh, a guy who will be good in that rotation next year with Dylan Sampson, uh, and and that's nice. Uh, Squirrel White again, two receptions for ninety four yards. He's so exciting, and and you know one of those was that really great just pitch and catch from Joe uh, for a long touchdown. I mean that, that there was there was a lot here. The defense, you know, three defensive touchdowns. Maybe that's the stat of the game. There was plenty of yeah. I mean, there, there's we could almost pick from anything. Yes, I mean, almost. Let's. There was crazily with all that defense, only one sack. But they UConn was was doing well, getting the ball out really quickly, and um, yeah. So you, you only got one sack there. But let's see. Well, I, well, I is, think this is a good question asked. Um, is this Darren Weaver? Go ahead. Um, hold on. Ooh. Sorry, Florida missed a field goal with five seconds oh, they to missed. go. It's tied. I'm, I'm behind. <laughs> okay, I'm behind. Sorry. I haven't gotten. That's what I was watching. Hey, if Arkansas pulls this out, that helps us. Then we can win out as long as Mizzou wins today. All right, back to sorry. Uh, Darren brought up a good question, asking, "Do I think we should, since Thornton's starting to catch the ball and get involved more, maybe move him outside with Keaton and get Squirrel in the slot? I don't hate it." I don't hate it because I think Squirrel is more of a slot receiver with his size and quickness than an outside receiver. Um, obviously, there's going to be times in our system that he's going to be stacked outside. But I, I don't hate that at all, by any means. No. The, there's there's a lot of good in, in going right at this point in the season, and, and that's – Especially the last two games. Yes, and, and that's – almost all you could ask for going into this Missouri game for how the season has gone to this point. Uh, I think you, you're in the best spot possible in the right mindset. You got to be confident. You're, you're believing in your guys going into yep. what should effectively be. It's the most important game of the season might be the toughest game of the season you've played so far outside of going to Alabama, of course, but um, yeah, it's, it's nice to be in this position and maybe Tennessee won't go on the road there and, and, you know, implode. We'll see. I, I think this is. I think this will be the toughest, um, quote unquote, opponent, including Alabama. Mm. Be- because no, here's why: because of Missouri's passing game versus Alabama's passing game. Yeah, Missouri can throw the ball better than Alabama, and what is our weakness on defense? Yeah. Secondary. So that's where Ugh. not team versus not team team. But just because they're they can, they can throw the crap out of the football, so that's where I do think we, you know, it was big to get our guys out um, early in this game. Let them hang out, have another extra quarter and a half to two quarters, been on when they really came out to get healthy for next week because Missouri is going to get whether they want or lose physically beat up this week versus us not yes. getting physically beat up. Yeah, I mean it, it is. 
as good of a setup as you could hope for going into yeah. this Missouri game. And let's get yeah. to that. I mean, Brady Cook is a pretty talented quarterback. I I, I want to say, I, I would put it this way. His wide receivers are probably better at their position than he is at being a quarterback. But I would, I would plays, agree. He plays with those receivers. And so you have to beat them too. And as you said, the secondary is not your strength. Now their defense is a little more suspect. I, I think that Tennessee's offense should be able to work against Missouri's defense. Yes. Uh, and so where where does that that leave you? How are you feeling about this game? Oh, I mean, I'm sorry. I'm confident with it because I, I think we're playing our best football right now. Um, and be honest with you, I, <laughs> this may be a little controversial. I think right now we're playing the past two games might be our best two-game stretch in the past two years. Just from a no, see what I'm saying? A little controversial, maybe. <laughs> Consecutive games, you see what I'm getting at? Because we sure. played phenomenal last year. That's not what I'm getting at. But consecutive games, this might be one of the two best stretches we've had. Just from a consistency standpoint, run game, pass game, catching the football better this year. And maybe it feels that way because we're finally clicking this year. Maybe it's more of that. You know what I mean? It may not actually be. It's our, our two best, most consistent games, but it kind of feels like we're on that path. I, I do have moment. to point so that's out. I'm feeling good about it. I do have to point out to that point. You did last season have at LSU beating them by 40 and then the Alabama game back-to-back last year, if I'm thinking correctly. I believe those are back-to-back. That may be the best back-to-back stretch of Heupel's time here, but maybe the, second, maybe second I, to I, that. I, but that's what I'm saying. It may it may be because we haven't played well up until this point. Um, like we thought we would, and now we're starting to play good. Yes, you know what I mean. It, it um, kind of has that. Th- this phrase gets used a lot more for you know basketball when you're approaching March Madness, but you're playing right at the right time. Uh, yes, and you know you wish you would have had your ish together against Florida earlier in the season, but you didn't. And here we are, you, you know, and you would have been in pro you would have been in the catbird seat to have next week be the, the de facto sec East championship game. Um, but such is life. Here we are. Uh, that still has still technically might happen depending on what happens between actually in this overtime with Arkansas and Florida and that Missouri, uh, Missouri. Georgia game. Well, Georgia's uh, kicking field goal. Right now. Okay. So th- on that, that's opening drive, I would guess. Yeah, it's three. Yeah. No, okay. it was the opening drive. Um, three nothing. And now, like forty-five minutes of commercials on CBS. Uh, uh yes. But <laughs> but it's it's the most important stretch of the season is is right here. I think it, it it's, is. It's going to end up dictating whether you play in a New Year's Six bowl game, whether you play in like the Outback Bowl, or whether you're playing in Music City Bowl again and something like that. And of course, that that final record and how it looks with next year and all the expectations and everything, how we're going to feel going forward. This is a big, big stretch of games. Yes, with Missouri, obviously, I'll I'll use this time to drop in a promo. Of course, as I usually do, Big Orange Podcast Monday at seven PM Eastern Time here on the A to Z Sports Nashville YouTube channel. Myself, Zach Reagan of A to Z Sports, 
we do our weekly podcast where we will deep dive into that Missouri game and give our final prediction and everything like that. So make sure you watch that Monday, 7 p.m. right here on this YouTube channel and on Apple Podcasts and all the different things. Big Orange Podcast. Look out for it. Um, so I'll, I'll get into it there. But I would say I'm glad that Missouri's going to go get beat up in this Georgia game. And yep. then, uh, you know, th- that playing on the road, like do you, how how confident are you that Tennessee can overcome? They, I believe Heupel so far, he won at Missouri his first year here. Missouri is better. Obviously. Different Missouri team this year, though. Yeah, for sure. But he has won there before. How how confident are you there, you think? Um, very. Um, really? Boy, I mean, the, the track record's yeah. not great. It's not, but, I mean, we're coming off of two two good wins. You know, Kentucky's Kentucky, like I always say, but mainly because we – excuse me, we did what we were supposed to do against UConn, right? Didn't screw around from the get-go. Because um, if you notice, when we played a team earlier in the season – when we were supposed to do what we were supposed to do against, we didn't. Austin P. And then we go next week and lose to Florida. This week, a good point. Right out of the gate, right out of the gate, and you go, oh damn, totally different team. Oh, who are those guys? You know what I'm saying? So I think it's just, I think it's a different mindset, so to speak. I think our guys are playing high level football at the moment, um, especially after doing what we did at Alabama. But then coming back and taking Kentucky, handling them, completely dominating this game like we should have, right? Keyword, like we should have. Because when we do what we're supposed to do, the next week we're pretty pretty good. So next week after them playing Georgia this week and us doing what we're supposed to do and not having to go, oh, crap, oh, crap, stress, 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 That that's why I'm confident going into this game. Right, because remember, early in the year we were sitting there going Austin P. We're like, "Oh, we got to go to Florida next week," and this did not go the way it was supposed to go. This did not look good, like it should have looked good. You know what I mean? Yes. And then we go down to Florida and we struggle. Well, complete opposite today, which was a good thing. So that that that's what that whole long answer is why I'm confident going there next week. Um, and the way I look at it is if we do what we're supposed to do next week, I honestly think if we beat Mizzou, we go 10 and 2. If we Ooh. lose to Missouri, we go 8 and 4. Yeah. Like I, I, I don't I, I could be wrong, but I'm not I don't think 9 and 3's the option this year. I do I think it's 8 and 4 or 10 and 2. You what a confidence builder that would be having Georgia coming to Neyland and and you beat what is at the moment perceived as kind of the the number two team in the the East so far. Obviously, they're seven yeah. one. They haven't Missouri hasn't played a lot of good teams so far. I'm honestly pretty interested. Yeah, I mean, they really haven't, but they can they just throw the football well. Yes, uh, they and some of those wins, you know, they've squeaked squeaked out some of those, <laughs> um, but. I mean, I, here, I'm going to go down their schedule real quick. I'm I'm going to prove your point. Yeah. Um, South Dakota, Middle Tennessee State, Kansas State, Memphis, Vandy. They lost LSU, Kentucky, South Carolina. Yeah. There's no marquee win there at no, all. None. Um, LSU is their only good team they played. Like, I mean, I know they played Kentucky, but once again, Kentucky's Kentucky to me. They lost LSU. Um, so, I mean, I don't think they are – 
Uh, hold on. Florida made a field goal in the first half overtime. All right. Um, I don't think that they're a marquee off. SEC team at the moment is what I'm getting at. They just they yes. throw the ball well. But as long as we take care of our stuff offensively, I don't think they can cover us. I hope so. I, I hope that kind of these these two weeks between Georgia and, and next week, you know, Missouri kind of gets exposed for – Maybe not being that seven and one team. I mean, they are seven and one. It's not like you can take that away, but not being that maybe. What are they ranked right yeah. now? Yeah, thirteenth or something. Um, you know, uh, they've gotten yeah. a lot of respect off of that kind of soft seven and one. So, yeah, but here's uh, the thing: they gave they gave up twenty one to Vandy. They gave up twenty seven to Memphis. They gave up twenty seven to Kansas State. Right? They gave up forty nine to LSU. That mm. one of those was a pick six, though, if I'm thinking correctly. Probably. Um, but you see what I'm saying? Like, they're not – it's not like they're playing – or they're, they're not holding these teams under 14 points a game. Yeah. I mean, that's just what it is. So, if you go by that, we have a legit chance to go in there and put up 35 to 42. If we do that, I think we beat them. I, I do, too. Uh, I mean, the – one of the big things is obviously going to be that pass rush. The pass rush has not been nearly as good on the road. That That is probably – obviously the secondary being not so hot is the biggest concern on defense, but that, that pass rush being able to help the secondary like it can when it's really, really powerful yes. and, and it's just, you know, moving guys around, it can be so ridiculously good. Ooh, K.J. Jefferson just laid that dude out. That's tough. Um, <laughs> that's, that's embarrassing for Florida. Um, cause he's, um, he's a grown man. He's huge. <laughs> Is he not? Yeah. Um, and in the words of Nick Saban, you ready? Remember that press conference? After the I, Alabama played him, he goes, he goes, it's the most impressive player I've ever seen. It was like he flicked the gnat off a cow's ass. Yeah. Good for you, Nick. Like that. <laughs> It's a great description. That, was, that might be the best statement I've ever heard Nick Saban say, ever. <laughs> he's, he's a little humorous sometimes. Um, but he does it He does it not smiling. That's what, that's what it, it pisses me off, though. He, it's he like, doesn't okay, actually have... funny. Yeah, he doesn't have real joy in his life. It's just, it's all he facade. Doesn't. <laughs> he just puts it on because uh, he knows he's, he has to. Him and, him and Bill Belichick. Oh, God, Belichick. Uh, things not going so hot for him right now, but... Um, no. Overall, I if Tennessee can, I, I wasn't this. This was a Conzo Martin phrase. If Tennessee will play the way that they're capable of playing, I feel like Conzo Martin always used to say that. We play the way we're capable of playing. Um, I think they should win that game. I, I really do. Yeah, I do too. Do Do I think they they will? As I said, watch the Big Orange podcast. Uh, it's coming up on Monday. Zach and I will give our our score predictions there. But I. I like it more than I probably thought I was going to going into this game. Out, but Sorry, I've read way. Mr. Jones's comment. <laughs> can we can we say that it's a family show? <laughs> hey, Nick's the one that started. Oh, you said it. ass already. Okay? Nick started it. I'm yeah. just I was just quoting what Nick said. So we're blaming Nick Saban here. Well, any anything else? We we can get back to to watching these these great games that are already going on crump, uh, but anything else um, for the, well, for the if, one, if yeah. Um, oh, if Arkansas just one, beat Florida. <laughs> that's <laughs> what I was just, God bless it. <laughs> I was about to say it. Apologies. So, hey, 
All, and no, listen. All, I mean, I say all, but a few things got to happen. But Mizzou's up seven to three. Really? Yes, Missouri's up seven okay. to three. Okay, so, okay. But it, yeah, but here's the thing: Brady Cook, four four, fifty three yards and a touchdown. There you go. And there, there's the risk we, of next week in a nutshell. It is. But if they help us this week, now the thing is, we're kind of it's a double edged sword for us in the sense of we got to have Missouri win, obviously, to have a chance for Atlanta. But if Missouri wins, they're coming in the highest they'll ever come in confident wise. That's you see what I'm saying? One hundred percent true. So we just gotta we just gotta play. I mean, we gotta we gotta play Tennessee football. Yes. This is what we have to do. We have to play Tennessee football and do what we're supposed to do, and good things will happen. But um Yeah, yeah play, play, I mean play to the level that you know you can. That that's that's the key. Because uh, well, here's I want to do one thing real quick before we go, just because I like semi-rolling things up. Oh boy, here we go. If LSU beats Alabama tonight, then Ole Miss is number one in the SEC West. <laughs> no, what a matchup in Atlanta that would be. I mean, that is just factually true. Because Ole Miss That's just pulled it out against what Texas a, does Ole Miss, Ole Miss beat A&M today. A&M had no. a field goal and missed it <laughs> with no seconds, with no time on the clock. So if if Mizzou helps us and we take care of our business. Oh, boy. We, <laughs> K- Kiffy in, in Atlanta would really be well, something. How, how great would the trolling be that week, though? Oh my goodness. We all know it would be. We all know it would be. Well, no. So doesn't Alabama Oh no, but so you that's right. You said if if Alabama beats LSU or LSU beats Alabama. No, LSU. That's right. Cuz I yes. I was saying LSU would have to lose a or uh, Alabama would have to lose another game for Ole Miss to make it, but if they lose LSU, that's right. Um I mean, I don't think that's going to happen. LSU's defense is garbaggio, and I think Alabama and Alabama's is. passing game is likewise also garbaggio. <laughs> but yeah, I, their I run game, their run there, game but... is not though. Yeah, that's true. You and know what and I mean? Miss, their run game is not bad. But Ole Miss already beat LSU. Uh, they they had him in Oxford. Luckily for them, that's it's interesting. I don't know. SEC Weird. football, ladies and gentlemen. SEC yeah. football. Weirder things could happen, and maybe now. Arkansas, I I just saw the stat. That is the first win ever for Arkansas in Gainesville, Florida. Um, or Kansas, baby. He he might. I believe uh, they've been calling him Sunbelt Billy. He might become uh, old Hot Seat Billy here in a minute. But uh, well, okay. okay. La- last thing, and I swear we're done. <laughs> All right. So Hot Seat, we got we have nothing else to talk about. That's true. Connecticut sucks. Show done. You know. <laughs> <laughs> um, hot seat Jimbo gotta be gotta be um he oh. am I frozen again yes is, dang it this is the second week in a row this has happened uh, and it and it also happened on the the live show this week with Zach I got I gotta get this figured out I don't know what's happening with my thing oh, no. but I can Jim, hear you though yeah and, and that that's what it's done every single time it's what it's done all three times it's so annoying um yeah, Jimbo is it's I mean he's cooked 
for sure. Will they actually fire him and pay up that seventy-five million or whatever? That's a lot. They'll get it back when it, when when everybody listen. When people go to the gas station in Texas, they're paying it back. <laughs> that is a good point. I mean, it's just called, That's it's absolutely just called true. Like it is. I mean, yep. they'll get it back in in a, in a year. Um, but I, I I definitely think he's on the hot seat. Is even though he just won today, Pittman might be on the hot seat. They're I mean, well, yeah, that was only know. their third win of the year. What I'm saying, they're three and six right now. Yeah, you beat Florida, but they're three and six, and their expectations were a little bit higher than that. And the one that I'm going out on a limb, two more actually. The one's not going out on a limb. Beamer, I think he's going to be on the hot seat. I don't think I'm not saying he get fired, but I think he may get the ultimatum like, hey, either you win next year or you're done. Um, yeah. And then uh, this one, I want to see if people agree. Hugh Freeze might be on the hot seat. You offer, you think already? Uh, dude, you're one in four in SEC play. That's not good. I mean, you know what I'm I, saying? Like, you're one if, in four. If he, you're four and four overall. If he blows it against Vandy today, I well, I think that. God, if you blow it against Vandy, then we just need to have a chit chat about a lot of things. If anybody blows it against Vandy, you're gonna be <laughs> you're gonna be on a hot seat, I think. Because here's the thing: like I'm looking at the schedule. UMass doesn't doesn't count. Cal, they're not good. Whatever. Sanford doesn't count. A and M. Now that's looking like an even worse loss. Yep. You know what I mean? Because of A and M schedule. Georgia, I can give you that. LSU, you got blown out by thirty, mm. and you lose to Ole Miss, and then you beat Mississippi State, who's not very good either. I don't. I don't see where there's an impressive win on that schedule to justify him not being on the hot seat in today's world of win for me now. Yeah, I mean it's happened. It's happened before. I mean, look at the Raiders. He didn't make it eighteen months. Uh, I. You know, if you don't succeed somewhere, what? How long did? Uh, what's the last guy at Auburn? Uh, he was there for a long time. Yeah, all of like, was it year two? He made it only two years. Oh, no, no, no. So I'm thinking of before him. No, he was there. Yeah, they fired him after, was it two years? Yeah. I don't, did he even make it a full two years? I can't. What was the guy's name? He was there. He was there for such a short time. You didn't even remember he was there. I I forgot. No, exactly. No, he did make it full two years because Cadillac Williams took over. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. So that's what Um, I'm saying. Auburn has shown that they will get rid of you. Yeah. I don't see an impressive win. I'll get like it's like okay I'll give you the Georgia one, in uh, in year one I understand that but getting blown out by thirty by LSU, yeah that's a no go. Um, it was that, Brian Harson, that's who it was. There it is, that guy Harson. Yep. Yeah. Um, and then you got okay, cool. You got Vandy, but then you still got Arkansas. That might be a loss. New Mexico State, whatever. Then you're gonna get demolished by Alabama in the Iron Bowl. You may like so. What he's got three, uh, two wins. That's not good. No, sorry, he's four. He's four and four, five and four, six and four. He's going to go six and six first year, and get blown out by a few teams. I just don't. I don't know. I'm not saying he's getting fired, but it ain't it's looking good. A, it's it's not as good as you would hope. No, um, it's not. Especially, especially for what they had. Under, uh, was it Malzone? Is that his name? 
Yes, Gus Malzahn is now at UCF. He took over for Heupel at UCF. Yeah, and so like he never lost. He never won more or less than like eight games or something. Yeah, he was he was uh, Auburn's Mark Richt, and you know Georgia made made the right choice, <laughs> and uh, and Auburn did not. Um, yeah, pretty much. Yeah. Well. Obviously, we'll see. It, a lot of that has to do with stuff that that ends up happening today. I'll say this. Yep. So, with how I'm frozen, I can't end this stream, but you can, if you just hop out, like you leave the stream, yep. and then I'll I'll have to leave, come back in and end the stream. But you can just leave and not come back, and, and it'll be all right. Um, but Trump, Thanks, man. Since we, we usually talk right after, but I mean, you can hop back no. in here if you, if you really want to, No, all good. but we, we do usually, uh, we sometimes talk right after, but on this one, if you know, obviously you said that you're going to have to sleep. Yep. So yes. go ahead and, and have a good one. You can hop out of here and then I will yeah. uh, close the stream and come back and end it. And, uh, Sounds everybody's, everybody's going to get to see that. It's going to be fun, but, uh, another good one crop. And uh, we'll be back at halftime of the Missouri game. Uh, Sounds see good. How, see how Tennessee's doing. All right. Thanks to everybody right. for watching. Seriously, appreciate it so much. As always, watch the show on Monday. Uh, right back here on the YouTube channel, the Big Orange Podcast. And uh, we'll talk to you all next week. See yeah. ya.